Welcome to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. Helping artists get out of their heads so they can get into their creative bag. I'm your host, Latte, aka Lottie Dottie. Hey, y'all. Happy Thursday. I hope that your week is going so productive and you're doing absolutely fabulous. I'm not even going to lie. January is it's felt so long and it's absolutely kicking my ass. I feel like I've done so much this month and there's still so much I want to do to set the tone for the year. But it's been off to a really good start. And it's crazy. It's like we have one more week left and I feel like I've gone through so many emotional roller coasters on top of so many physical roller coasters. I'm taking so many foundation classes and they're breaking my body. I took locking tonight at Movement Lifestyle and that shit was amazing. That shit was so good, but definitely different from how I usually move. So I'm excited to just be a little sponge and soak it all in. Let's go. And then I know for like myself, I'm just really trying to solidify which values and schedules I'm going to be implementing for the rest of the year. Like we talked about last week, we want to be strategic with our training. We don't want to just throw our money everywhere. We want to throw it somewhere where it's going to really give us value. So yeah, I've just been refining, managing my time right now, which is good. Staying super hyper aware of my why and focusing on staying authentic like we discussed last week as well. I feel like I've been open to just receiving so many lessons and messages that my instructors and just other dancers in general are giving me. And last week was actually interesting. A theme kept coming up. There was many of many, many lessons, actually, but one in particular surrounding social media. And it really just stuck with me because I'm being more vigilant on taking my time seriously I'm not on social media as much as far as like posting and as far as scrolling. Back in December, I kind of just saw it as a distraction. I was like, I don't really need to be posting as much. I also don't need to be scrolling. And I really wanted to replace it with a habit that was like a little bit more meaningful. So instead of my nightly scrolling, which I love, I love to do. We love to scroll at night, right? When we're getting ready for bed. But your brain is a lot more receptive to messages at that time. So I've replaced it with affirmations. And it works. I feel like I've been less distracted and way more creative. My The affirmations that I do are like creative affirmations. So I just listen to that until I fall asleep, basically, <laughs> instead of scrolling. And I feel a lot more focused and I feel a lot more creative. I don't feel as like mentally drained as when I was scrolling. But let me tell you something. I took class with Kira Harper last week, a proper ass whooping, mind you. And she was speaking life into us as she does. And she was talking about the groups that she chose to film for class. And she was very matter of factly telling us, guys, the lineup for Coachella has been announced. Make sure your social media looks right. People are looking for dancers. Make sure that everything on social media is looks on point. You don't look on point. You look right. You look professional. Make sure your headshots are at the top of your page. That 100%, that shit hit me upside the head because here I am victimizing social media. I'm like, it's a waste of time. It's, you know, I don't need to be worrying about posting. I don't need to be worrying about scrolling. But at the same time, Kira's right. And Kira knows a thing or two. Hello, Kira Harper knows a thing or two about booking and working as a dancer. So the truth is social media is one hell of a tool 
when it comes to booking jobs as a dancer, and it isn't even a first time that I've heard this. Nowadays, social media is usually mentioned if you take any sort of masterclass or any sort of mentorship or program, there is like a portion where your choreographer and your teacher, your mentor is going to talk about your presence on social media. It's unavoidable. And you might have even heard me talk about social media on other episodes. It's a tool. It's a great tool, actually. Uh, It's a great tool to battle imposter syndrome, believe it or not which sounds insane, but we'll get to it at the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around. But if you're not using it correctly, it's also a great tool to diminish your self-confidence too. So you need to make sure that you're using the tool appropriately. So here's the thing. Social media, like I said, is a tool. If you don't know how to use it correctly, well, duh, you're not going to get good results. So for this episode, we're going to understand how to use this tool and we're going to go over what the tool is and what the tool is not. So let's start with what social media is not. So we can just clear all the BS out the way, friends. Okay, so number one, social media is not a good gauge for your self-worth. This is the biggest one because the big elephant in the room is that damn follower count. I know you guys look. We all look at our follower accounts. Oh my God, mine isn't as big as so-and-so's or oh my God, mine is over 10K or mine, whatever. It can be triggering. Maybe we equate that number to what we think our value is as a dancer or artist and it either makes us feel really bad or it gives us false sense of confidence in ourselves because a follower count is not like real value. At the end of the day, no matter what, your number of followers ain't got shit to do with you as a person. It really don't. The number count is just you as a business. You need to learn how to separate the two. Nowadays, it seems like everybody has an IG, but back in the day, back in the day, you needed to be popping in real life, period. Do not let that follower count dictate your self-worth. If you are harping on and stressing yourself out over building up your follower count and you can't even give yourself like a clear why you want that done, you're using social media incorrectly to build your self-confidence. And we all do it because it's right there. It's on the top of everybody's page, like a big ass sign. Now, obviously, if you are a business or you're working on branding, there is a reason for you to pay attention to your follower account. But right now, we're just focusing on if those two things do not apply to you, okay? Uh, a big also If you're looking at your own follower account in this way, bestie, I know you're looking at other accounts and thinking the same thing. Like if someone doesn't have a bigger following than you or they have like 800 followers or 140 followers, if you're doing that to yourself, I know that you're looking at their page and thinking the same thing. Or if you're looking at somebody that has like 8.2 million followers, you're putting them on such a higher pedestal. And I just want to say that is a perfect way to get yourself into a bunch of classes with maybe teachers that aren't as nourishing as like OG teachers. Do you know how many OG amazing teachers have like less than a thousand followers or less than... 40,000 followers, but like the TikTok famous dancers have like millions and millions of followers. If you only focus on the follower count and you put yourself in these classes with, you know, not that there's anything wrong with TikTokers, but if you put yourself in these classes based on people and teachers that have a higher following, you might be missing out on some really amazing lessons and some really amazing knowledge. You can't always go towards what is trendy. So just because 
You have a smaller follower account. Doesn't mean that you are worth less as an answer or human, mind you. And just because someone has a billion, billion, jillion followers doesn't mean they have more to offer than you as a dancer, a choreographer, a mentor. So no, social media is not a good gauge for self-worth. All right, next on the list, we've got social media is not a diary. Oh my God. This might be my own little pet peeve, but let me tell you why this also fits into what Kira Harper was saying. My clients know, and I always lecture them about it, if they're gonna post something, don't make excuses about it. Don't tell on yourself, we don't know. Don't post something and then the caption be like, oh, this isn't my best run, but I'm here anyways. Like, what? Bitch, that's insane. Don't say that. And if you truly feel like it's not a good representation of your dancing, don't post it. You don't have to post it. You know when people say confidence, like fake it till you make it, it's all like perceived. Well, it's true. And when you say comments like, I hated this run, but oh, this is not my best. I felt like shit. I messed up or whatever it is telling on yourself in the caption. It's already letting the world know that you are not confident in yourself and just projects your insecurities so much more. Just post it and don't say anything and you will be perceived as way more confident. Now let's add in what Kira was saying though, because listen, none of us are perfect, okay? Much of what we post has many mistakes in there, but you can't tell unless you like point it out. But if it's truly not a good run, don't fucking post it. Don't post it. It might not be a good representation of what you can do if you were performing. And if someone is looking to book you and they come across your page and all of your page is just like works in progress, like it might not be a good representation of what you can offer you know what I mean literally right now I go back through my Instagram deleting shit all the time deleting shit and look you know me I'm a millennial okay period and you know that we love to post our memories and shit but Instagram has become so much more than like a photo album so I take that shit off and I put it in on my hard drive on my computer and I leave Instagram to be more of a business page a more of a brand page. 2024, we are not posting dance videos that don't represent us as a dancer. I get videos all the time and I'm like, yep, I look crazy. I don't need to post that. Social media is just not our diary. It doesn't need to hear every single thought that goes on in our head um, in the caption of the video or in the caption of the photo. Oh, and with that being said, can we just like do no more black screens? Like, do you guys know what I mean when I say no more black screens? Like if you're posting something on your story and it's a black screen and it's text and you're like telling on yourself in some way or you have a strong opinion about something that is unflattering or what have you, let's stop doing that, please. All right, next. Social media is not a good way for us to validate ourselves as artists. This one's hard. In fact, if you only use social media to gauge how amazing you are as an artist, you would think that you were whack as hell. Social media would have Picasso and Beethoven looking like ghetto. I hate that for us. From an artist perspective, because, you know, I'm a choreographer, it's insane because you need to be okay with posting your stuff Whether you get five likes or you get 500 or you get 5,000, it really doesn't matter. You should just be able to put your art out and not worry about how it's being perceived. That's not your job. And we've had this discussion before in other episodes. Like real shit, my least favorite choreo that I create, it's so funny. It gets the most love and like the most like everybody loves it. 
And then the stuff that I work super hard on, like everyone's like, meh. So to use like likes and swipe ups and all of the Instagram metrics as validation for your art is not a good gauge on who you are as an artist. Social media is not even a good determiner on what is good art. Can you imagine like going to a museum and underneath every single photo or painting was like the amount of views from social media or likes? And I'm talking about like on like classical pieces. Like first of all, the average person doesn't even know good art if it hit them in their freaking face. So why the hell would you let social media dictate whether what you put out is good or not. If you want any opinions, I think that you should leave that to the people who have an eye for the type of craft you're in. The OGs, you know, not the not the masses. But even then, like take it with a grain of salt. Like everybody is human and they're entitled to an opinion. Is anybody's opinion worth more than others? To be debated. I think not. If you're an artist, you're just going to put out your art and that's it. You're going to create art and that's it. Whether social media likes it or not, it's just an added layer, but it shouldn't really mean anything. And the last thing that social media is not is social media is not a good way for you to spend your free time. I'm sorry, friend. Pick something else, really. And I promise you, I'm saying that as like a fellow former doom scroller. Oh, I love a good bed rot day for real. That mindlessly scrolling through social media is not good for your mental health for so many reasons, dude. We already understand like what social media does to us when we're just sitting there constantly comparing ourselves, our crafts, our bodies, our dancing to other people's when we're scrolling. But like take into consideration like all the dopamine that you're depleting all the blue light it's it's horrible and like some of us are like chemically dependent on scrolling it's bad and I've been there (laughs) on my like worst days in 2021 and after the pandemic and even like last summer when I noticed my habits started to slip the most and when I was like less productive less happy it's when I noticed I started scrolling social media and like TikTok and Instagram just like so much more you have to think about how scrolling social media creates like so much dopamine in your brain and when you deplete all of that you have zero energy and focus to get anything done it's honestly horrifying and we don't even know all the effects of social media on our brain there's like no studies because it's like all new It honestly, it screwed up my attention span. So like, good luck focusing on choreo for an hour and a half in class. Like when I've been scrolling all day through seven second videos, like, oh my God, no wonder I can't retain. And it just drained my creativity. I'm, I'm so much more creative when I'm not like bed rotting all day. So what really helps me is asking myself, do I really want this bullshit going into my brain? Do I really want to do this to my brain? I think it's so easy for us to make healthy choices when it comes to, you know, eating correctly and exercising because we think like, do I want to do this? This is, do I want to do this to my body? Like I want a healthy body, but what about a healthy mind? What about a healthy brain? And what are the things that you have to do in order to support that? And I think that taking scrolling social media out of your habits is a one way that you can really protect your brain. And like I said, it also affects your creativity levels. When you have dopamine sucked out from doom scrolling all day, you have no energy or desire to create anything. 
And this is speaking from experience. Be so picky about what you put into your body physically and mentally. You should want to fill your mind up with like creative tools and inspiration and positive things. And like I said, blue light is horrible, but I'm pretty sure they also just said something about the iPhone 12 having too much radiation. And I literally, I have the iPhone 12, (laughs) but you see what I'm saying? Like there's so many issues with the phone in general, but it's like, we also heavily rely on it. So you need to know when to use it and when to not use it. I think that scrolling is not a good time to use it. So no, social media is not a good way for you to spend your time or unwind rather do something better, something bougier. Treat yourself to like a massage, treat yourself to a pedicure, treat yourself to some meditation or stretching. You know, you need a stretch friend. I'm talking to myself. There's so many other ways that we can treat ourselves that don't involve trashing our mind with social media. All right. I think we have a good handle on what social media is not for artists and dancers. Let's talk about what social media is because it can be actually a lot of really great things when we're using the tool correctly. These are what I think that social media should be used for. The first one is going to sting a little bit. Okay. But social media is honest as fuck. Okay. And I actually have learned to love that part of social media. It used to hurt my feelings, right? Oh my goodness, why don't my people like my stuff? But now I look at it at such a analytical level, like, hmm, what about my stuff didn't the people like? I think understanding that social media is just honest is a great way to actually use social media and use it to work for you. But like I said, you have to take your feelings completely out of it. Social media is full of dancers and regular people and they're going to give their honest opinion on the stuff that you're posting. It's pretty simple. They either like it or they don't like it. Now, whether they like it or not should not affect how you feel about it. But the truth is they have an honest opinion about it. And it's a good way to follow the demand of the people that of the stuff that might be working for you. So no, sometimes it's not the algorithm, guys. Maybe sometimes I'm just posting shit that's not eating. And that's okay. That's literally okay. I can't live in the delusion that everything I post is good. It's totally fine. But I want to understand what about it I can improve upon and fix it. And eat. Period. Let's go. Because I'm secure in myself, I'm able to like look at my views or like my metrics and see like what's working for me. And like the stuff that's not working, don't post that type of content. And the stuff that's working, post that kind of content. It's pretty simple. So what happens is we post something, we look at the views, they're not as high as we'd like them to be. And we like what we posted, right? We like the video, we like the picture, the dance, whatever piece that we posted. And we get sad because people don't like it as much as we do. But we are not our audience. Our audience is our audience and they like what they like. You can't make other people like what they don't like. And you can't get mad because other people don't like it and you're not getting views. Now, obviously, like I said, you have to have some sort of security in yourself to really understand this concept because you don't want to completely go and change everything about yourself just to suit social media. That's a good way to lose yourself, actually. But I think it's important to look at the things that are naturally working for you and work with them. So even like with me building my on point page, like I'm trying to find the content that works for that page and what doesn't work and post more of what 
is working. So then I can start reaching a, a bigger audience. And that's what I'm trying to prioritize. And even as a dancer and performer, there's just certain styles people like to see me perform more than others or certain facials. Like, it's so funny. People love when I'm like over the top, like smiley, corny. And I feel so corny because like I am like bitch face all day. But the videos where I'm like smiling and like look so happy, like people love. So I'm like, okay. Maybe if I start doing that more, I'll get booked more shit. (laughs) It's just making simple changes that suits your audience without changing yourself and finding these strengths, being smart and playing into them. Now, I still post the stuff that I like, but if I need to fit a certain prototype, I need to be adaptable and secure about it. And luckily, social media is damn honest. Have you guys ever changed like your hair or makeup and... Even though you thought you looked good before, everyone's like, oh my God, you look so good now. Sometimes we just have blinders on and it's not our fault. You know what I mean? So it's kind of nice when you have the honesty right there. All right. Up next, social media is a great way for you to market yourself more than ever. Oh my God. I literally hear this every single workshop I take with like a huge choreographer about how social media, your social media needs to be professional. You need to have your pinned headshots at the top, pinned reels. Literally every single job I've ever gotten is from social media. And if you're shy about posting, I encourage you to post. You might be missing out on opportunities. Like, I know it's super cringe. I get it. I feel so cringe doing it. And a lot of us like to be so mysterious and like, non-posting aesthetic and it's it's not it's it's for the birds guys embrace the cringe get your shit out there you want to be 99 years old like yeah I was always really cool on social media I was never cringe or do you want to be like yeah I always put myself out there and I got opportunities because I was not afraid to put myself out there keep everything up to date no videos older than like six to eight months pinned at the top Keep your headshots current. Your IG is like now your resume. When you're a dancer, when you're an artist, that's how people book us. Um, Also, if you're a choreographer, create concept videos, put your work out there, post, tag, hashtags, and don't stay limited to Instagram either. Explore TikTok if you haven't already. In my experience, I feel like TikTok has like a better reach. I don't know why that is, but that is just my experience. But there's also YouTube as well. But TikTok and Reels are just such a normalized part of content now that you need to be jumping on these. Otherwise, you are missing out on visibility. And this was a huge like issue for me, honestly. I like hate learning dances like via phone and like posting and like it's just like I said, it's the whole thing is just cringe. I hate it. But I'm like understanding that I'm missing out on visibility if I keep telling myself that I don't like it. So I need to switch my mindset and I'm forcing myself to do a lot more TikTok and a lot more reels in 2024. I know it's super awkward, but sometimes you just have to pull up to the challenge. All right, next we've got social media is a great tool to learn from other people. I think being able to look at other people and see how they present themselves, how they dance, their choices, maybe how their social media is set up, maybe how they run their business and learning from them is amazing. No, notice that I didn't say comparing what you do to what they do. But it's more about gaining inspiration from them, which is great. It's okay to be influenced. It's okay to gain inspiration and put your spin on it. I actually encourage you to seek out other people 
who are doing what you want to do and maybe see how they got there or how they're putting their work out and how they're putting their own pizzazz on things and start figuring that out for yourself. I also think it's important because there's something about seeing other people achieve what you're wanting and understanding that it's also possible for you. When I first started life coaching for dancers, I was like, oh my God, is this even a thing? Like, what am I doing? I feel like this isn't a thing. And I was so confused on how to set up my business model, how to run my page. Like, how am I going to merge dance and mindset? I had no idea what I was doing. I was lost. And then I took an afternoon and I did some research and I found a ton of life coaches for dancers. And I saw that they how they were framing their work and how they were reaching dancers. And I got inspired. So seeing how they were able to create in this space showed me that I can put my little spin on it and achieve my goals. So take some time and become inspired. If you're going to scroll, use it as inspiration. See what's possible for you. Maybe it's opening a dance studio or joining the Raiderettes or go-going, booking in LA. Find people that you can look to on social media and try to model after them. But of course, put your little sauce on it. We want your sauce, not theirs. All right, next we've got social media is a great way for us to connect with others. Y'all knew this one was coming because hello, what better way to find creatives just like you than to use social media? Hello. I have met so many amazing dancers via social media. And this is actually such a gem for me because believe it or not, I can be extremely awkward in person, like on my own. I deal with like social anxiety. I think a lot of us do, to be honest. So just the thought of going outside and making friends and striking up conversation is like stressful for me. Now, luckily, my online personality is very bubbly and outgoing. But it's funny because since people know my online personality, when they meet me in person, it's like already an icebreaker and People just talk to me or I have no problem talking to them because that's who I am online. And now I just pull up in person and act like that, too. I feel like with dancers, especially we're so supportive online, like commenting. Yes, bitch. This eats liking fire emojis, swiping up on stories. And sometimes we get a little awkward in person. So lately, I've just been like telling myself, like, fuck it. Don't be weird. Like, pretend this is online. (laughs) It's just a great way to break the ice in your head because honestly, sometimes the ice is you. But I've been able to make so many dance friends and connections and just connect with so many creatives because we reached out to each other online first. And I feel like we're always online. We're always on social media. So you might as well use it as an opportunity to meet people. I also think this goes for connecting with choreographers as well. You guys know it's super hard to sometimes stay after class and like talk to the choreographer, but I'm a big fan of DMs. Like I'm a big fan of sliding in the DM and having like a meaningful conversation there and then in class doing like a little high buy, you know what I mean? But then like sliding in the DM later. I just think that like their time is valuable. My time is valuable. It's usually like late. We got to get going and stuff like that. So still making that connection, but also like respecting their time. And lastly, you wouldn't believe it, but social media is a really great way of battling imposter syndrome when done correctly. Let's put a big asterisk on that emphasis on done correctly. Now, I know that we've all done this where we just like lurk our own Instagram page, right? Right. We've all done this. <laughs> like we've started at the bottom and scrolled through all the way to the top. Just me or what? Okay. Anyways. 
I've noticed that when I do that, something kind of funny happens. Without me like actively trying, I just see my own progression and growth. My growth as a dancer and just like as a person. And I, I get to see post after post all of my achievements as well because like they're, they've happened so long ago, I just completely forget. And when we're in the moment, you know, we post, maybe it's a show we did or a class we took and we just keep it pushing. We don't even think twice about it. But when we're able to go back and scroll, we can see that progression just so much clearer and laid out in front of us. And it's actually amazing to see how far that we've come. And I know I get like that where I just feel like, man, I haven't achieved anything. I'm not progressing. What have I done? And then I take a little scrolly scroll on my page and I get excited. I'm like, oh, my God, I remember when I did this show or I totally forgot that I did this music video or that I threw this huge workshop in San Diego, this concept video. And I'm like, damn, look how look how I look like a baby deer in my heels and like where I'm at now. Or maybe just even like my fitness journey or my confidence journey. In many cases, you're going to see growth because Instagram is chronological, thank goodness. And when we post, our captions also reveal how we feel in that moment. We remember like how excited we were and how scared we were, but how we were able to overcome. And you can actually feel again how you felt in that moment. And we forget, it's normal, but we forget so much that we think that we haven't improved So this is a really good way of battling imposter syndrome. I actually love it because social media, when used in that sense, is a really great tool for that. Awesome, my babies. So we covered a lot today as artists, as dancers. I know it's a little bit tricky keeping up with all of this stuff and trying to figure out how social media can really work for us, especially with all the different platforms. Like I know I do, shoot. But it's just like a reminder that Each platform is a tool and you really have to learn how to use it correctly or if you're using it incorrectly, you know the results. I just think the hardest part is figuring out what the tool is good for and how to implement. And like I said, this goes for YouTube, TikTok, IG, Pinterest, you name it. But if you just think about it, it just gives us so many ways to reach our audience, which I think is very cutting edge. All right, so let's see this week's homework. I want you to take a long, hard look at your social media. Non-judgmental, non-judgmental, my friends. Look at your social media accounts. What's the story that you're telling? Like, do people know that you are an artist or are all of your pictures like food? (laughs) Remember when we used to post our plates? Like, that was wild. Because, like I said, it's important to present online with how you want to be recognized. Take a look at your social media and imagine you are an outsider looking in. What is the type of story that you're telling? And be honest, if your page is not aligned with how you want to be represented, just change it. That's it. Delete what doesn't work and then start to post the things that align better. Beautiful. Well, I love all of you and I hope that you guys continue to have a very good, hardworking week. We are only just... You know, we're in the first month of 2024. If it didn't, if it started off a little rocky, it's okay. We have the entire year. I don't want you to like, I know some of us like last week of January, we're like, uh, yeah, let me go ahead and start in February. It's okay. Start in February. We're still the beginning half of the year. And you guys know we take things in quarters anyways, but I hope you guys have a good week and I will talk to you guys next week. 
Make sure that you like, comment, share, subscribe. Send this to a friend who needs to, I don't know, get their social media together. And I will talk to you guys later.